0: Hello and welcome back to the David Rolls Experience podcast, a podcast where I talk about things I want to talk about and speak to people I want to speak to. Today, I want to talk about why people ignore you, so why you get blanked. And this is something that quite shocked me, actually. It took me by surprise when I first got into recruitment. So I'd already been in sales for a while and you know, business-to-business sales, business-to-consumer sales... It, it's a little bit different because especially when you're doing like cold calling and stuff, you sort of expect people to ignore you. And I wasn't really doing like account management or anything like that. So, you know, when people tell you to like fuck off or whatever, or, you know, won't pick up your calls, that sort of stuff, it's sort of half expected, right? But when I got into recruitment, for some reason, and looking back at perhaps quite naive, I was only sort of 24, still quite wide-eyed and optimistic about the world and what people are like, I just assumed that when you're dealing with like a 30, 35, 40, 45 year old, they're like a proper adult, right, and I thought, being in my mid-20s, that like proper adults, they would reply to you, that you know, they, they would treat you professionally, whatever that means. And people wouldn't ignore you and you know, they treat you with respect and they wouldn't ghost you and that sort of stuff. That that's stuff for like teenagers, right? That's what I thought. Then I got into recruitment, and obviously in recruitment, it's a little bit different than your typical sales job because humans are like your product, so to speak, and you're constantly dealing with people who are actively looking for a job a lot of the time, and they're not just dealing with you. It's like you know obviously if you've never worked in recruitment you've worked in sales if you're selling one particular product that obviously that product isn't going anywhere you know it's not going to run away from you it's not going to ghost you the product is the product it's not a living moving thing whereas when you're in recruitment your product is the candidate and you build these relationships with the candidates you know a lot of time you go and meet them when I lived in Wales because obviously it's a, a lot smaller country and it's a lot easier to meet people than when I started doing recruitment in London because people are just generally friendlier and they've got less going on and that sort of stuff. You know, I, I met all these people and, you know, I, I, I'd have like hour-long coffees with them or lunch with them. I, I built really good relationships with some of them. Some of them I even became quite friendly with. And I don't know, you just sort of assume that they're not going to mess you around. You know, they do it respectfully and they're certainly not going to ignore you or ghost you. But then over the course of like a year my perception of humans changed quite a lot because I just always assumed that you know people aren't going to do stuff like that to you they're not going to mess you around to that degree they're not just going to start ignoring you they're certainly not going to block your number they're not going to promise you things and then just completely go back on them like it's just not what professional people do and especially when you're dealing with like Even like highly paid people as well. I don't know why. I just sort of assumed that if someone's on like 70, 80, 90K and they're a smart person, they've gone to uni, a top uni, they're a software engineer, you know, that sort of stuff. They're a CTO. They're they're a different type of person. Like they're not like someone who's, you know, working in a checkout at at, at Sainsbury's during their uni days or whatever. They're going to have a different sort of mentality and approach to people. And then I started getting ghosted, and it was just so shocking to me. I, I just couldn't believe that someone would like enter a process, say they're going to turn up for an interview, for example, and they just not turn up, or lie about the reason they can't go, or just cancel like ten minutes before. I just didn't think people would do that because I personally. Would, wouldn't dream of doing some, something like that to someone like I feel so awfully bad about doing that and it has happened to me a few times but what I definitely wouldn't do if that did happen I would just apologize profusely because it would eat away at me and then I realized that not everyone's like that in fact I'd argue that most people aren't like that and it was just it was just incredibly surprising to me and like I said it massively changed my perception of humans but then, over the the next few years, because I initially thought it was me, I thought maybe it was something I was doing, or maybe I was being too much of a pushover, or maybe it was the way I was communicating with people, and maybe they didn't like that. I don't know, so, something I was, I was giving off, that people were di- doing this to me. Or maybe even I just had too high expectations of people. But then... Over the course of the next few years, I started getting some answers because I'll give an example. So I had this one person, right? They were in the process of me. They went through to say final stage. Then they just ghosted me. And they told me they were really interested in the role. We had a really good relationship. We met for a coffee, blah, 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 blah. And then they just started reading my WhatsApp messages and just not replying, not replying to emails, ignoring my calls. Ignoring my LinkedIn messages, everything. And these, this person was a really good communicator as well. So they welcome back to me immediately, and then nothing. But the, the thing that really baffled and annoyed me was the fact that they were literally going onto WhatsApp, reading my message, knowing I'm going to see that they've seen it, and still not reply. I then sent them another message saying, hey, can you at least reply just to let me know what's going on? Read that message, so they've literally gone onto their phone. Can you at least reply to... Uh, to let me know what's going on, nah, I'm not going to reply to that, and then another one like two days later saying, look mate, I'm not mad or anything, can you please just let me know because I need to let the client know, like it's looking really bad on me, like can you just reply with the word not interested, just something mate, it will take you like four seconds, just please do it, pick up the phone, open the app, read it, and then for whatever reason, and I'd always wanted to be like a fly on the wall in this, I've always wondered like, if candidates... And even sometimes clients and prospects, but if candidates like pick up a phone, and they they almost like laugh with their mates, they're like, "Oh look, David's just messaging me again." Like what a joke! Like he's he just does not stop messaging me. What are you going to reply to him? Like no, I can't be bothered. I've always wondered if people actually do that. Oh, David's saying oh, the clients chasing him and his job is at risk. ha, <laughs> And he just closed WhatsApp. I've always wondered if people do that because I just don't understand like how you can get multiple messages from someone. In a professional capacity, like this isn't someone chasing you, you know, one of your mates chasing you for money you owe them or, you know, are you coming to the pub or whatever. This is a professional person doing a job and you're messing them around, it's their livelihood, you're messing up their relationship with a client as well. And, you know, you could end up costing them their job and you just read it and you just just can't, you just have no interest in helping them out you can't even be bothered to tell them you're not interested you can't even be bothered to tell them to stop messaging you you're just reading it and not replying i don't understand that mentality and i really don't think people would do this but over over time i really learned that a lot of these people actually right and i know this because as i mentioned earlier someone someone was doing this to me and they were ignoring my messages and everything and then over a couple of months they got back in touch because they were looking for a new role again whatever got back in touch like nothing was wrong and I spoke to them and I ended up placing them but when they got back in touch I I said to them I was just like you know let's just just call him Steve I said Steve mate what, how come what happened a few months ago then what happened in January because you know obviously we were in the process with with X company and you just went off the radar mate but not only that you were reading my messages I, I what was going on and he, and he said to me it was quite surprising, actually, but he said, oh, I'll be honest with you, David, like, I took another job, but because I knew how much work you put in, I was so embarrassed that I didn't even want to, I, I couldn't bring myself to speak to you. It wasn't that you annoyed me. It wasn't that, you know, I'm I'm, I'm a dick or whatever. I, to be honest with you, I just, I, I felt really embarrassed. And I'm not very good at letting people down with bad news. Like, it's, like, my worst fear. And believe it or not, that is actually why a lot of people were ignoring you. So if you're getting ghosted at the moment by a client or a prospect or a candidate or whatever, a lot of the time it's like they're actually ashamed or embarrassed or maybe they've missed a few of your messages and they they just don't want to have that awkward conversation because a lot of people don't want to have that awkward conversation, especially if they think you're going to have a go at them. So they'll just avoid you. They'd much rather just avoid you. And they might not block you or anything because they might want to get back in touch with you in the future, you might be a good contact for them, you know, they might see you as someone valuable to, to keep in their life and they can come up with an excuse later. But a lot of the time it's actually a them problem. Quite rarely actually, I find anyway, it's the the, the problem with the recruiter, it's the problem with the salesperson. It's usually something going on, on their end and for whatever reason they're too scared to tell you, they don't want to let you down, that sort of thing. So you've just got to like try and assume the best of everyone like try and assume that someone isn't messing you around because they want to it's, it's better off just to sort of make up a story in your head sometimes actually just to sort of cope with it because it can get really frustrating and a lot of people drop out of sales and recruitment because of this because they just can't believe that people are treating them like this but if you create a narrative in your head and you just sort of assume not the worst, but the best case scenario in that they are going to come back to you or something's going on in their, their personal life, like almost like make excuses for them. That's how I find it's, it's better to cope with because at least then you're sort of looking for the good in people. If you start looking at for the, for the worst in people and start looking at things as if like everyone's messing you around, everyone's professional, like everyone hates you, whatever, that's when you start turning a little bit bitter towards the job and towards the industry and towards humans if, if, if I'm honest and it, I've seen it happen so often like people there's there's a whole classic um, not cliche but like a saying that people say like you, after a couple of years you just you, you lose all faith in humanity because you get messed around so often but it's so much better to keep a positive attitude and just learn to shrug it off but also what you absolutely don't want to do and I've learned this the hard way through some very poor advice from a couple managers is never like bite or never react poorly towards these people like if people have messed you around they're ghosting you whatever like I said you never know what's actually going on with them so always just assume something's happened they've got a valid reason as to why they're not getting in touch with you don't get angry with it because if you lash out you can actually ruin that relationship and like I said, a lot of the time, there is a valid reason, and I've seen it so many times where people like message them saying, you know, something sarcastic, like, oh yeah, cheers for reply, mate, I'm never going to work with you again, that sort of thing, or you're an absolute time waster, or whatever. Like People just get frustrated, and they lose patience with people, understandably, but it's just not the best way to go about things, because once you've cut ties, you've cut ties, and In my opinion, like there's no situation where you should ever like lash out at a candidate or a prospect or a client because you are completely closing the door and you don't know what's going on in their world and that can reflect really poorly on you. Like for example, if a loved one's died and they're not replying to you because, you know, emotionally they're exhausted or they're not going on their their phone or whatever, that's like a worst case scenario, but if you lash out at them, not only are you making their world darker and making their day worse but you are you have then completely killed off any sort of chance relationship in the future and there's really no need to do that you're better off just assuming the best keeping things polite you can be persistent like you can keep messaging them within reason like obviously not every hour but I don't see any problem with messaging someone every few days if you really need to get hold of them and you had a good relationship and before they were communicating well and you're polite and, you know, you're just asking for an update or whatever. There's nothing wrong with that. Like I always say, don't say no on behalf of your candidates or your, or your prospects. But absolutely do not ever, like, just say something which, which will cut ties with that relationship. But the main takeaway really is, especially for your self-esteem and your your longevity in, in this industry and in sales and, and anything that... Requires you to communicate with people often and for them to let you down is just assume the best out of humanity, don't let it get you down, move on to the next one, use polite persistence and just never lash out at anyone and kill relationships. But also, very, very rarely, and you should know this by the way, because you'll, you'll know if you've done something wrong, really. But very, very rarely is it anything to do with you, and just don't let it affect your confidence. And don't let it affect your self-esteem. But that's pretty much all I've got for you uh, today, guys. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the DRE. And if you could hit follow and rate the podcast or whatever platform you listen to, that'd be great. Give me a follow on LinkedIn as well. Give me a follow on uh, TikTok as well. It's just at RecruitWithDave, which is my recruitment account, and at SalesWithDave. And uh, I'll catch you on the next episode. Cheers.